Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. Bob and I both love myths and legends. We also like digging into why they were created in the first place. To explain something mysterious or to teach a life lesson. Or in the case of one famous book, to control people. Enjoy. Hey, I'm proud of my Greek mythology knowledge. I love it. I, I always found those stories so much more interesting than what I could get in the Bible. Even though the Bible has some pretty interesting stories too. But the Greek mythology, they're so full of sex and violence and uh, transmogrification. Well, and there's, it's so funny because it's like, there's also, eventually, I wonder if somebody started the story because it was oral storytelling, yeah. right? They didn't write anything down. And then eventually they, you know, it gets processed, it, it evolves, it gets the, uh, some of the layers are taken out, some are put in, and you get to a story almost like an Aesop fable where it has a point. And there's a lesson in there. Yeah. There's a Pandora's box or there's a Minotaur yeah. or there's a, you know, there's these things that either explain something that happens. Okay, this is why there's sin in the world, Pandora. <laughs> but then you also have like allegories for why people are like this or why people are like that or why not to do things. Yeah. All, really, all cautionary mean, it's, tales. It's fun. It's, it's interesting. And I put it all under the mode of humans trying to control humans. Sure. Right. We Aesop. Aesop was trying to give us stories that would illustrate why we do the right things and why we don't do the wrong things. Right. So the hare was lazy and the result was he lost the race. Yeah. You know, the uh, there was a crow with some marbles and some water. I can't remember what that one yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> the sour grapes. Sure. You know, all of them. They, they're all packing lessons to get people to do the right thing. I think the Bible is the same way. It's just we're creating, except for the Bible's more threatening. Like the Bible's like, if you don't do this, you're going to end up dead. You're going to end up in hell. You know, you're going to end Bible up. The Bible didn't have that time to ferment, I think was the problem. <laughs> well, it's only been around for what? 2,000 years, but it was written down very early. Right, and it was right. written down, what, in the 1300s or something like that? Oh, was it? I, I yeah, know. or maybe even before that. I can't, I don't know. Look. I'm, I own a bookshop. I don't necessarily know anything about how books are written. Well, but the big as far question as I know, the, it's just magic. The big question with the Bible is, who decided all those books were the ones that go in the Bible? Yeah, and there were some undoubtedly. They're like, nah, this one doesn't make it in, or that one doesn't make it in. Who decided that? I mean, it was obviously the publisher, and the publisher was looking at it, going, "It's too many pages. We're gonna have to cut. Look." <laughs> Gonna have to cut this. I don't care what God this. said. Can we do it without this? Does this does this story still work as a whole without this section here about uh, this person with a box? The Bible with the AJ model, right? The abbreviated Jesus model. Yeah. It's it, it, what would AJ do? So somebody somebody had to make this decision. All right, and whoever that person was was assuming the role of God, because if you're saying this book is the word of God. Anyone who edits it better be God, or I assume they're in hell right now based on what's written in the book. <laughs> I mean, there have to be a pretty good editor. I mean, <laughs> Jesus goes to his editor and goes, look, guys, I, I may have said that. You know, because there's also the fact checkers, right? Bible they have to go back and go, okay, how many fish was it? And you turned into bread or whatever it is. And he's like, guys, it was, it was loaves of bread. I mean, it turned water into wine. And the fact checkers are like, oh, okay. 
I just imagine that. Oh, but we trifle with Jesus. This is nothing, you know, no disrespect to Jesus. We're both big fans. No, uh, Jesus, no disrespect. <laughs> we know you're a big listener. <laughs> he is. He is. Hey, friends, it's Bob. When we first learned that Jesus was a listener, we wanted to print bumper stickers and promotional posters, but then we worried that Allah and Buddha would resent our promotion of the founder of Christianity, and we didn't want to start some kind of holy public relations war. So instead, we just casually mentioned the Jesus thing at the end of this show. And if I may say so, nicely done. All Jesus joking aside, Nick and I assume that the supreme being, whatever that may be, has a robust sense of humor. Otherwise, we're pretty sure neither one of us would exist. That does it for this episode of The Dose. Thanks for listening.